Welcome. Welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to doers, creators, hustlers, entrepreneurs, innovators, people in and around the world that are in their thing, they're on their vibe, they're building something that they truly believe in. Um, they are definitely anything but status quo. All of you guys, uh, you know, forge your own paths that listen to this podcast or at least think about forging your own po- uh, your own path and doing your own thing, and it's often misunderstood. Well, luckily, all the people I bring on each week often have been misunderstood, are always doing something different, are definitely anti-status quo. Um, they're constantly carving out their niches in the market and doing really unique things. And, and I'm really grateful that every week we have these people come on and we, we have these, you know, these conversations about what's really going on in real time. And you guys always hear me say that I, I never glorify or glamorize end success because it's anything but overnight. Um, as any of our guests will tell you, there's always something going on in the background. And, you know, I think that it's important to showcase those stories. Like, what are we doing in real time, um, you know, as we're building on something that we believe in? And, uh, you know, I appreciate each and every one of you guys uh, for being listeners. Uh, for uh, as many of you know, but for some of you that are newer, I'm Matt Gottesman. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Matt Gottesman, M-A-T-T-G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N. You can also find me uh, where we have conversations at the intersection of creativity and culture and entrepreneurship on at HDF magazine. And you guys know I answer each and every single text, DM, message, you name it for the last six years straight. I don't plan on stopping for the next 60 years to come. So go ahead and test me and try me. But either way, I really appreciate you guys constantly showing up, constantly downloading the podcast. We're actually growing at a very uh, beautiful rate and it couldn't be without all of you guys. So I really appreciate it. And this week we have another killer guest, as always, because I wouldn't have it any other way. And I got I had some time to um, really follow his brand for a while, but then also sit down with him yesterday for a little bit and talk to him. Uh, David Zimmerman, it, as he goes by DZ, and he's the uh, founder of the Family Vibe. It's like a creative agency, and uh, for we're going to get into that uh, here in a, in a minute. Um, but we're basically going to be talking about you know how do we manage this like idea of the creative process um, to success and stay committed to the details. Uh, one thing that comes up often is this idea of you know well I just want to be creative. I just want to be creative. I just want to be creative. But we also have a responsibility in managing like a business um, because uh, that's a, a how we get paid, <laughs> but but b that's how we're able to also see things through to execution and you know um, ideas come to light. It, you've got to have uh, multiple levels here, and um, but also in that process, not skimping on the details, which sometimes a lot of um, people from a more business-minded set sometimes they just want to get to the end result, and that's really not what this is about. This is actually more about the process, right? And uh, DZ has a huge background in all of this. And and for those of you that are listening, if you want to like just get like right to the end result for some that want to go, okay, what is, you know, let's talk about the family vibe. Um, he was very instrumental in um, spiritual gangster and the launch of that brand. Okay, so um, seeing something as amazing as a brand like that, and then helping it to fruition to where it is today. And we're going to get into that here in a little bit. So we're going to talk a lot about, you know, how do you manage this process? And uh, I've also got special guest, Justin Gurian, uh, who's a good friend of mine who introduced me to David Zimmerman. Um, And he's going to be launching a a very disruptive new um, uh, restaurant style concept. uh, But I'm going to let him talk about that later on at the bottom of the hour. And it's called uh, um, Eat Feel Goods. And you guys can check that out on Instagram. And Ryan Sandler, who's the art director and partner to David Zimmerman, he's also here in the studio. So all four of us are actually going to be on this podcast 
And uh, real quick background to DZ, uh, you know, if, for guys, you know, for all of you wanting the, you know, the credentials, the Clio Emmy a, uh, AICP award winning director, creative director and producer, owner at the Family Vibe, original investor and partner uh, in Spiritual Gangster. I'm sure that sparked a lot of your guys' ears because everybody on the planet seems to know of Spiritual Gangster. Um, owner of True Filtered Air and uh, just started uh, Doggy Smile. He's going to maybe talk a little bit about that. And uh, behind some pretty amazing brands and people, as I mentioned, such as Spiritual Gangster, uh, Amari Stoudemire, the NBA basketball players you guys may have remembered, and more. Uh, DZ, welcome. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, good, man. Oh, you got that, that, that thi- all of us got that, like, we got all got the radio voices on today. This is actually planned. This is oh, all man. planned. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, appreciate having you guys in. No, thanks for having us. I think we should start it an hour later next time, though, because yeah. I got, I got roped into a show hole last night. So. Uh, no problem. Yeah. Normally yeah. we would. Normally yeah. we would. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, as I mentioned before the show, um, the first question's always yeah. the same, right? Like context, because um, Reading a bio is never going to do it. Right, right, and right. And right. talking about the creative process and all this other yeah. stuff. People, and, and I think a lot of people get tripped up there, too. So uh, first, let's start off with, like, how did we get to here? You did all these right. amazing things, but it's like it's been a run, and I feel like that also gives a lot of context to um, how you're able to see a yes. lot of these ideas even to fruition because that's the hardest part for most people is like, oh, I, I've is. got all these creative ideas. Like, yeah. how do we actually see it to where we, we see it? So what, what, how did we – what's your background? Um, you know, I went to a – I went to a school called Art Center College of Design. It's in Pasadena. Um, and it was, um, I started kind of, before I went there, I was, uh, I was, um, I wanted to be a commercial director. So I, uh, I kind of built my way up doing commercial directing and uh, created my own personal reel. And then I submitted it to Art Center. And that's kind of where I got my start was there in terms of advertising, what that's all about. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta keep going. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you get away with it. I'm not gonna let you get away. Okay. No. So, so, so yeah. So, so what, art, like, what was art the center is like art center is probably like the Harvard of advertising school. So gotcha. it's, it's a big kind of fucking deal. And I yeah. remember Michael Bay went there, okay. and I was really into Michael Bay. I was like, oh, I love Michael Bay. Tarsem went there, and I was like, you know, this is kind of where I want to be. Like, I didn't have enough money to shoot full feature films and stuff like that. So I, I really, that's why I kind of started focusing on commercials. And commercials was kind of my segue and my kind of road into the world of advertising, right? Yeah. So when you go to Art Center, you're obviously surrounded by a lot of bad, you know, just a lot of creative, amazing people. Um, I think one of those guys that really had a big influence on my life, it was a teacher there, was called Roland Young. Um, you know, when I first went, it was all about the film. It was all about the look. It was all about the cinematography. It was all about everything I'm going to do. And um, I think I just, there, I kind of, just from Roland, probably learned quite a bit about what it means and to do advertising and what your responsibility is, I guess I would say, is the number one thing to the customers and the people you're trying to connect with. And, um, yeah, so I think Roland was a, a huge influence on me out there. And, uh, yeah. And when did you come to Arizona? Um, so I think I graduated there in about 2002 at Art Center. And uh, basically, you know, back in the day, you had um, – you had a reel, your DVD. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the internet couldn't handle your commercials. So I, would, uh, I was in L.A., and I would take my DVD reel, and I'd go over to all the, um, all the production studios all around Los Angeles. So you go to Anonymous Content, you go to RSA, you know, meet Tony Scott, meet Ridley Scott, meet all these cats. And, uh, you know, I had had a pretty good reel coming out of college. So that's when um, we had won the Clio. We'd done the ASCP Award for a Nike spot. And, um, you know, it was just like there was like a lot of um, – there was a lot of hype around what we were doing coming out of there. So that was a really beautiful thing. And uh, because of that, I got a lot of um, experience very at a very young age directing quite a few commercials. Yeah. 
And then, and then when you so twelve. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Because I, I want, I want the story. <laughs> yeah, if I have to drag it out of yeah, you, yeah. I'm gonna drag the whole <laughs> thing. You know. Uh, but, I, but I always appreciate uh, like the humility and humbleness of like most creators that yeah. I've noticed that have been on the show. They're always like, oh yeah, you know, I did a couple of things, and yeah, you know, was, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I know. I know. Um, yeah. So obviously, um, I had family that lived here. Yeah. And uh, I came back for a vacation, uh, Thanksgiving or something, and um, I said, you know, L.A.'s pretty, it's a, it's, it's a tough hustle, you know what I'm saying? And uh, there's a lot going on there. And uh, it was, uh, and I was like, let me pass my reel around some of these Phoenix agencies. And uh, one of the ones I passed it to, um, Campbell Fisher Design, uh, they got a hold of it and they called me in and they're like, hey, we need to do this thing for the NBA. We got to do this new Phoenix Suns arena intro. Would you be interested? And I kind of was like, well, I was like, you know, at the time it was like all, it was the ball that like flew into the arena, like with Alan Parsons and stuff like that. And I was like, Darren, it was just, it's been the same way for like 20 years. And I was like, if you guys want to do some hot shit and really change the game with this thing, I was like, I'd be into it. I would do it. So at the time, I think there was like a lot of T-Mac commercials, you know what I'm saying? Like the Adidas T-Mac with Jada Kiss and like Alan Iverson was doing this and like five T-Macs would show up shooting a free throw. Like there's some real cool cool effects happened. Some cool stuff was happening in the commercial world at the time. And I had referenced some of those as examples and, um, and they were into it. So I got the job and, um, yeah, so, you know, that was, that was it. So that thing, well, I shouldn't say that was it, but that led to a whole nother path in my life after, like I said, winning the Clio, winning the ICP, winning these awards, being a commercial director in LA landed me on this set where of course I met, um, you know, Mari Stoudemire and we had like a really cool kinship on that deal. And I think once that spot kind of won an Emmy, once that, that NBA, that what we did won an Emmy, I think once that happened and um, that just was the birth of a lot of other things. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it, it seems like it would because it makes you very public yeah. at that point. And yeah. then what happens is people go, yeah, I want that same thing that you did. Yeah. 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 And you're like, yeah, I have an agency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, is yeah. that kind of like, what what happened? Well, um, yeah. So I guess that was yeah. So I I'll tell you honestly, it's a it's a really beautiful story. So um, you know, I got a job from um, the agency offered to have you know hire me. Uh, they wanted to start up a new film and production division here in Arizona. I had family here. I had a girlfriend out here. So you know, all that stuff kind of played into it. And I was kind of like, yeah, you know, Phoenix could be kind of cool. But what really did it was Amari called me and he's like, Yo, DZ, and I was like, Yeah, man. <laughs> he's like, Let's 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 talk, man. I want to talk about me. And I was like, all right, all right. So we met at a, um, a new restaurant at the time, opened the Rokery. So uh, I flew out. We rolled downstairs to the Rokery. We had dinner. And he was like, how can I, like, advance my basketball career? Like, I want to be more than just this guy. And I was like, listen, there's this new thing called YouTube. <laughs> uh, you know, 2004. I mean, it had been around for a while, 2005. And I was like, yo, man, I was like, let's just, let me grab a camera and let's just follow you all around mm. uh, and let's just film your life and put it on, on the air and put it on YouTube and let's just see what happens. And he was like, I'm in. So we kind of sparked that deal together. And uh, I also took the job at the same time with the agency out here. And uh, that was this big, huge precipice into, um, you know, going to the Olympics with Amari, traveling all around with Amari, going to Africa, you know, shooting a documentary with Nike over in Africa, uh, being in Sierra Leone, being in Mali, uh, you know, traveling the world with these guys, you know, getting to know LeBron, getting to know Kobe, getting to know Carmelo. Like, it's just all of a sudden you were just pumped into this world mm. of just this. And I just kind of, 
you know, just I just got sucked, I just got immersed into that. And we just pumped out a ton of hot creative shit, man, and no one was doing it. So it was just, it was, it was fun. I mean, you know, talk about A, timing, right? Yeah. And B, timing. <laughs> because <laughs> it's not just timing for yeah. the people, but timing on, you know, you're going back years yeah. in terms of content creation and, yeah. and video and all that. You know, now, now it's like this accepted, like, yeah. oh, I'm a content creator. And oh, let's, as a brand, let's hire a content creator. You're like back at the beginning of a lot of that. No one did an all-star campaign. I remember he was like, you know, at the time we were like, oh, why don't we come up with an idea where we just like put out this whole like viral campaign to like get you voted for the all-star game. And we filmed this whole thing, and then it got on ESPN, and we got on all these stations. Yeah, so we started doing shit like that. And it was just, I think it was a lot more fun for me, Matt, because, you know, like, it was just this one-on-one -on -one personal experience. Right. And at the time when you direct commercials, you have to realize you're taking other people's ideas that run advertising agencies, and then you're taking those ideas, right? And you're putting your twist on them and what, that, what that's all about. Um, so they're like, oh, you know, we'd really like to have a guy running in the park with da-da-da-da, but you got to make that lame idea cool. And that was really wearing on me, I think, at the time, you know, especially in my 20s. So I was like, with Amari, it was just, I could just do whatever I wanted. And he was like, I love it. Let's do it. I love it. Let's do it. So we just got, it was just a lot of creative freedom, a lot of creative expression with him that just really just. Well, and, yeah, it, and it also seems like he'd be the type um, to give you that, that creative freedom because yeah. he understands the uh, power of somebody being in their zone and yeah. getting out of the way. Because yeah. he himself, as an athlete, you know, as an all-star athlete, is like, this is what I do really, really well. I got yeah. some ideas, but like I can't do them alone. I play with a team, so I know how I have to play with a team. And then also, yeah. hey, you're a creative guy. Is this even possible? Like, oh yeah, let me do what I yeah. do. And then it also allows for like a, a mutual exchange of respect. Well, it was such a beautiful <laughs> thing because like, you know, like you're saying, like when you go, when you're a Mari Stoudemire and you go to six different high schools and you make it right into the NBA, he was that last year that made it right into the NBA, right? So out of high school. So when you go to six different high schools, go to the NBA, when your father dies, when you're 10 or 12 years old, you know, when your mother's looking for of, a friend. Yeah, and you know, all of a sudden, it's a culture shift, right? I mean, right. he grows up in Lake Wales, all black neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera. All of a sudden, a kid with a beanie on and you know, tight jeans, tight shirt shows up in 2005 to direct him in a thing, and it wins an Emmy. You're like, fuck, who's this guy? And right. I'm like, holy shit, who's this guy? Right. And you know, we just, all of a sudden, this kinship happened, and it was just like, he was just down to do a lot of stuff, and we grew together. And I was feel very blessed because it was this journey that, uh, it's very hard to explain. Like, you know, when, you, when you're meeting the president of Sierra Leone in a country that just went through this mass genocide and you're trying to create a difference there and build basketball camps and you're a part of this movement right. and what that's about and emotionally shifting and changing people's perspective and trying to build hope into things through your art. And, you know, it was fucking, it was cool, man. Was yeah, cool. man. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty life-altering yeah. internally as well, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're, you're seeing, like, firsthand. yeah life and game changing oh, yeah. type of uh, moments yes. um, in real time when they're happening yeah. and you're a part of them yeah. and you're filming them and you're filming them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, so yeah. the fact that you got that early on, uh, it was cool. Yeah. Very. I mean, uh, again, on the timing, yeah. you know, yeah. it was brilliant. And do you, do you, are you still working with Amari today? Is that? Yeah. So ironically enough, my man, Ryan right here and I, we just, um, uh, you know, we just designed his new, uh, wine labels for him. Amari Stoudemire wines. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Beautiful plug. Amari, are you listening to this? Yeah. We have He's to, we're going to, well, let's, we'll bring him in. Yeah, no, we'll bring yeah. him in for sure. You know, um, I just went to Israel recently and we hung out. We were chilling in Jerusalem together. We had Shabbat dinner together. That's it was awesome. cool, man. Yeah, he's a, awesome. he's a beautiful soul. soul. So it's very nice after all these years. His career, obviously, he's playing in China right now. But um, yeah, it's just cool. It's a, it's a really cool, beautiful thing. 
But through all that, um, I think that um, I started, uh, you know, I think when he went to the Knicks, I kind of held back a little bit. And I was really focusing on just the family vibe, which was an advertising agency that I had started at the time. Right. And then the whole focus behind the family vibe was, like I had mentioned earlier, when you're taking other people's ideas from advertising agencies to make them great, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a tough thing. So yeah. our goal was to say, let's just take the ideas from, you know, the beginning all the way to the end Perfect. and have no one else in the process. Yep. And we started focusing on that. I met Ryan here, beautiful person, beautiful artist, just such a stud. Um, and we kind of, um, you know, started this thing together and now we're on this path and we've just, we've been able to create a lot of rad brands now with the family vibe. So that's cool. That's cool. How many yeah. years deep are you now with family vibe? God, I want to say, uh, yeah, since like I, oh, eight, oh nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how, yeah. How'd, yeah. You, how'd you get the name? Okay. So first of all, I want to <laughs> say that I should have trademarked good vibes only because oh, I, right. I made that fucking thing for spiritual gangster. I didn't realize when we put that on a shirt that every hotel room in LA, everyone around the world would have a right. good vibes only shirt. But, the power of trademarking up front. Oh right? God, I trademarked bro. everything now. People yeah. like, are you going to use this? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I had to start TNing every shirt we did for spiritual gangster. I was like, holy shit. I can't believe this. But, um, yeah, you know, it was one of those things where it was always about the family. So it was like a family of creatives. So I really enjoyed the process of, you know, creation and a family of creative people. But then at the time, you know, when I needed a URL, um, I was just, I couldn't, obviously the family wasn't available. And I just started thinking about good energy and I started talking about what that's all about. And um, yeah, so the vibe was, that's, that, the vibe was added. And then yeah. when, when, when did uh, Spiritual Gangster come on? Yeah, so that was a very interesting play. Um, I think uh, about 2010, um, it was a beautiful story. I just, um, I had, uh, again, met a a couple who had founded it, Ian and Vanessa. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where we were doing really well. We were kicking ass. We were cruising along. We were making some good dough. We were building some badass brands. And um, it was a startup, and she was just making these T-shirts on blank American apparels and putting spiritual gangster on them. And they were like these, you know, yoga couple that was like big into the yoga scene this and that and I wasn't too sure on it uh, until I met Vanessa and I think when I met Vanessa that was like the big play we met at AZ88 we had lunch and right. I was picking her brain like it's very interesting right when you have people that aren't trained in the creative process because it does take training you know some right. people are naturals of course you are natural but just like a basketball player that's a natural he then goes and he gets the coach and he starts kicking ass and he starts learning the nuances of the game so you're a natural creative, which I feel like everyone in this room here is. But then you need to start going in and mastering your craft. Amen. <laughs> and, and I noticed with her, I said, here's a very, very creative person that has no idea what the hell's going on. And no, right. no, no, no but this brand has potential because she has the passion to want to know and to go on that journey. So, and before we go on further yeah. on that, I like that you said that because so no ego not getting in her way and being like hey well what am i missing i i'm so passionate about when you're truly passionate about something you want to see it do better you want to be around good people you want to be around smarter people oh yeah help me yeah you know and so that's what happened basically that's exactly what happened and like i said now you have a little foundation for where we were at now you know full circle we wanted to take something from the beginning to the end. Right. And I think spiritual gangster is a beautiful process of our emotions, our feelings, what we put into our brand. And so I sat with her, I said, I'll do it. And I said, you know, um, uh, we'll take a little piece of the company and we'll discount the fee because they weren't making any money. Right. And I was right. like, and let's go for it. Let's, let's, let's go for the ride. Let's see what happens. And, yeah. um, you know, we, we, 
went to work and she came to the studio every day and she sat, dude, it was just like me and Rhino Hawk and fucking, we were just sitting behind, she was sitting behind us and we were like, you know, going to work. I was like, all right, let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. Let's make the website like this. Let's do the photo shoots like this. I take a camera out and shoot like these. We, the one thing we paid a lot of money for were models all the time. I thought that was a, right. that was a, it really was a good choice, honestly. Right. Especially as, yeah. as Instagram and the influencer world took off, you were and perfectly it's, it's, positioned. Instagram hadn't even come out yet, you know right. what I'm saying? I know. And I was yeah. just like, and we were just like, bang, bang, shooting hot shit, shooting hot shit. And yeah, man, it just all of a sudden, it was just like, you talk about timing earlier. That was definitely exactly. something that was, I thought we were very innovative in the fact that we started putting powerful phrases on t-shirts, that we started putting thing words on t-shirts that actually were affecting people that were like transforming their being and this positive vibe and emotion out there and man it was like just all of a sudden you just start seeing like all these girls wearing all your stuff like you're right. peace love Boom. and yoga right. i'm just here for the savasana uh right. you know it's just it was a bit it was beautiful man. and then once that gets into other markets it's over which it did i it mean did. yeah it got it's it all over the world like wildfire yeah it's, it's all over it's, the world now it's it's cool when um uh, i forget uh what i was watching on netflix and uh somebody was wearing like in one of the movies or one of the you know tv shows or whatever i'm like holy shit yeah <laughs> like you see it everywhere yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. so it's crazy yeah it's crazy uh, and i also like that idea of um Taking over that creative process very early on and saying, look, like I get where you're at in the beginning stages. Yeah. Let's just work out a deal where it's cost effective to you and a win-win for me. Like, cause yeah. I, I believe in the brand. Let me take a percentage of it. Like I, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that idea. Like I, I look at every every relationship has to have some form of partnership. That's right. Personal or business. Like, yeah. can we go the distance and have yeah. the open communication yeah. and like and really, you know, um be a part of the vision? help each other right you we, know. we call it the three r's where we where we work I, I someone taught me this really young when i first put my dvd my reel out into the universe i met with this hot agency guy and we call it the three r's it's your real relationships and revenue yes and you're trying to do all three of those r's for every job but sometimes one of those r's is not going to be there That's and true. in that particular one it was it was kind of more of a revenue thing there was a little bit but you know it was like do, but do i believe in this reel for your work for your creative body of work Yes. And do I believe in this relationship with this woman, Vanessa, and her power and what she can manifest with this? Yes. And then, obviously, as time went on, that other R did come into play. But if you have that creative um, uh, focus, right, if you have yes. that, that, that truth, that creative truth, when you start it, then that will, that will always come. Yeah. I, well, I like the fact that she showed up. She yeah, up, every, every day in the, she in the studio. Up, I mean, literally, I was thinking about that uh, when you said to me yesterday, like, yeah, yeah come by the studio. I'm like, so if I come by once a week. You know what it is? is uh, uh, so, um, the collective power of, of creativity when it's around each other. Yeah. Um, one, if coming from a place of serve, yeah. how can I, you know, That's how right. can you always be like uh, of, of like value yeah. to somebody, whatever, mm. and, while also like minding yours mm. so you're not like disrupting people. Yes, <laughs> you know exactly. What I mean? But it's that once you're in an environment of, of creatives, like, I mean, they create all the world that everybody else is consuming. That's right. So it's it's a powerful, you know, and 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 then Ryan. So you were you were back. Were you there back at the beginning of the spiritual yeah, answer? Yeah, I was yeah? right there at the beginning too. Yeah. yeah. And what was that? How was that for you? I'm, was, I'm trying to get your cameo was, in uh, here. Yeah, no, it was it was wild. Um, I came from a like a print background, so I was forced to be as like as ex, as expedient as possible, and just being thrust into that situation, working with Vanessa and David, and just hitting the ground running. It was. They were wild times. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so because you came from print and yeah. di and you're driving now full on digital, was that like so the the? I mean, the dynamic, the the shift really wasn't that dramatic. It was right. actually just just I, as fast. I was working a really like fast paced environment before. Gotcha. And now 
having a little more time to like actually sit and breathe and focus on being more creative was interesting and enhanced your yeah, whole 100 percent, right because you actually had that kind of time yeah let me breathe a little bit <laughs> right yeah um you know so i i wanted to ask you about this um the creative process because we you know we said we we're going to discuss this kind of like this theme here yeah. and there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it i think there's a lot of people who struggle with managing the creative and business and yeah. and i've said this on several podcasts uh and i had the founder of true religion genes on kim gold and, oh, she, no and, and she said and i really really respect how she said that she said creatives can learn business because they have the discipline in their mastery of their art that yeah. they can basically i'm paraphrasing but they can basically learn they can learn the business if they want to take the time and they'll find art in that as well too and yeah. again i'm paraphrasing that and that might be more me but yeah, yeah. but but she said that they can learn it the business people can't always learn the creativity in fact most of the time they can't they're just straight numbers and facts let's look at the market yeah. this is all i care about um but still people who are creative who can learn the business they a majority of them still struggle yes very much so so how how did you you know combine those two the creative and the and the business and, and learning to just you know make good decisions um i think it's different for everybody right right you got to have a truth i think our truth for our company and what we stand for is just always doing hot work you know it's always about the work first yes so that's what something we stand behind and i think from that work if you want that then you will pay to get that right and so the well proofs in, the proofs in the pudding with right. these business people because unfortunately, for a lot of creatives, you can get compromised um, in your vision and your values and what you want. And you have to be very strong with yeah. that and what you're, what you're seeing for these people because you're not going into the accounting room and telling them how to do their accounting. Right. And you're Amen. not going into a doctor's office and telling them how to do the surgery and whatever else. So you really need to be strong when people are – because a lot of times you'll have these – everyone thinks they can be creative. Right. Everyone, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a fucking nauseating right, thing. Right. To walk in to see, oh, it's like, I had an idea for this right. blue. I want to use the color blue. Right, right. Like, oh, God. Well, my guys. 10-year-old, he does, yeah. my, he, he does <laughs> Facebook. I'll hire him. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> fucking A, yeah, 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 yeah. If I hear that one more time, so, I'm like, out. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think that that has been a very, like, you know, a very, that, that's helped us with our success. Is, yeah. Now, do you have to make compromises? Of course. You know, that's always part of it. But, um, you know, we've always stayed true to really selling the vision and the work and uh, what that's all about. And, you know, it's like Nectar Juice Bar is something else we did. You know, uh, that's, we took that from a handful of stores to over 200 stores now across the country. Wow. And, you know, that's, that was a fight, man. You know, that was a I fight bet. to go, this is what the cups need to look like. This is what the environment of the store needs to look like. This is what the menu boards need to say, the fonts. I mean, you're sitting in there with like a, all of a sudden, you know, there's, there's two ways it goes. There's the Vanessa spiritual gangster way where you have this beautiful person. Right. Da, 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 like, da. And it. I'm not saying that Nectar isn't a bunch of beautiful people. It's great. But then you have uh, decisions by committee. The boardroom. Right. You got the boardroom. <laughs> Which is a boardroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but they're, they're, they're awesome over there, too. I love those guys. They're yeah, great. no, not, not them. I was just saying yeah. in general. No, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but, but, you know, that's a, and, but that's a fun challenge in itself, too. Absolutely. To get your vision across to the, all those and to find it because that's also – part of the process. I think something we probably Ryan and I spend the most time on together is how to present. Yeah. I'd say more than the art is we go, we really spend a lot of time in how we are presenting the information, the art to the people. You know, I, I'm glad you bring that up and, and actually give a lot of respect to Nectar and, and other, yeah. and other people on the finance side, people on the yeah. board, like one, they make us have to be better at the way we present and do things. Yeah. And two, let's not forget that like, they're really skilled in the areas that they have in, in certain things that it's 100%. like, you know what, that actually is part of the process too. Let me help, let me better understand your side. And then I, yeah. I also, 
you know, I'd learned uh, from Krug Champagne. I remember it was um, a gentleman, the, the director, he said to me, he's like, when you go in there, don't, don't talk digital. Like, yeah. talk, like, tell them why the investment is worth it and yeah. what the return is Ooh. so that they can better understand. Because they, they already know they need to invest. They're not going to understand your world. Explain, like, the, you know, the return in their eyes, in their way. And it really yeah. helped me better have yeah. a, a better respect for, yeah. for you know, business That's executives right. on, a, on a whole new level yeah. of, like, listen, this is why you're doing what you're doing. Right. Here's exactly what we're trying to get into. Now, if I gave you the how and the psychology, why yeah. the font looks a certain way and, yeah. like, why we're doing this campaign and, you know, I was like, you don't care. You care about the end results. Yeah. But ultimately, these are the type of results we're trying to get. Yeah. And this is what usually is the vehicle that provides those results. That's right. Yeah. And then they go, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to yeah. say, you're completely right. And it's, it's one of those things where it's this fine balance when you run a creative agency, right? Because you want to be an artist, but you also need to be able to communicate to that, that audience. It's like the other day I was listening to uh, Tyler, the, Rick Rubin interviewed Tyler, the creator. And I was like, I mean, listen to this. This is exactly how Ryan and I talk to each other <laughs> all the time, like how we emote feelings to each other or how we talk about ideas. And I was like, but if I ever talk to a client that way, they just oh, they wouldn't fucking get it. <laughs> right, right. That, no, it, it, and it's true. Well, and that's where I think it's interesting um, that you are seeing creativity and entrepreneurship, like, because it became multifaceted. Yeah. Where like the creatives really did start learning the business, and they so you're seeing yeah you might see both of those guys talk yeah both of them own yeah their own shit that's right that's <laughs> they right. own their yeah. own shit they own yeah. their distribution they own their rights yeah. they own their masters they own yeah, yeah, everything yeah. in everything. the process yeah uh, so I think we're we're also yeah. seeing a little bit of that shift um, do you you know you've been very successful in taking that creative process from start all the way mm -hmm. to finish mm -hmm. that's hard for a lot of people and the, the execution seems to where people get I think caught up I think anywhere from uh, worries of perfection yeah right which we know it's never yeah. it's an iterative process I'm very lean startup that way like let's just launch yeah. it and figure yeah. it out along the way I mean we'll put our best yeah. foot forward and looking yeah. forward but we don't know what we don't know until we're in the market that's something you learn over time yeah. I mean perfect examples I just was Justin and I were meeting last night about uh, Feel Goods uh, you know which is that new brand we just all did together and it was one of those things about when we're launching when we're launching I was like you just need to launch it yeah. you just need to, we just <laughs> yeah. need to do it because yeah. all of a sudden you know you can tell from the creative mind and it's something that you just learn over time um, but just like you said you know I could see it like well I want to do it like this I want to have this I want you want it to be perfect yeah, and uh, but sometimes like no, you just need to. We just need to do it. Well, let's yeah. let's put him on the hot seat okay, for a second. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, hey. but because uh, but it, segue it, right, yeah. segue boom. <laughs> um, but no, we've talked about this a, a bunch as well too. And and yes, the the creative. Um, you're probably one of the most creative people I know. Period. Like I, I and I've I've been trying to get you on the podcast <laughs> for a very long time. Uh, and uh, but but. As well as Ryan over here sitting on the side. <laughs> Look, it's a very creative room. No very, egos, right? Yeah, no. no egos. No, but, no egos. but, um, but the everybody else. because sometimes <laughs> harnessing all the creativity into execution that that can get tough because there's so many things we want to do, and you just you know over the last year started working on this very narrowed focus must have probably changed the whole dynamic of the way you approach things. You're still obviously probably dealing with some of. You know, former Justin that's like, all right, you know, like, I got to launch this thing, I got to launch this thing. But you gave yourself hard deadlines. You're like, screw it. We're doing this. One way or another, we're figuring it out. And by having really good people around you, it's sort of like, 
you know, making it happen. But I mean, how, how has that changed? And, you know, now kind of saying, okay, this is my focus. And cause even you're even, and I'm sorry, I'm going on a tear, but even the way you approached me the other day when I was like, Hey, we, you know, let's talk about the restaurant. You're like, let's wait until after it's launched, but I'll still, uh, be around on the, uh, you know, on the podcast. And all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, a huge thing that I can thank Ryan and DZ for is, uh, they welcomed me into the studio and it was yeah. just kind of showing up and really having to surround myself with people. Like, uh, as you know, I, I always am, ADD and thinking of a right. million things at the same time. And, and a lot of times the, the challenge for me is the pressing go and the wanting everything to be perfect. Even, even last night, like we, you know, we have a deadline, we have a date. I'm like, we're going to do it this day. And then I'm at dinner. I'm like, yeah, but I'm thinking maybe, we, and you're like, listen. <laughs> and uh, one of the, the, the two words that DZ used, and he said it a few times and it stood out is the fail fast. And it's just, yep. and I know, and it's one of those things where I'm, I'm very passionate about uh, this brand that we're doing. I'm very passionate about everything that I do. And I also have a big failure of failure sometimes. And it's right. something that, you know, and I try to do every single thing or think of every scenario. And sometimes it's overthinking, sometimes it's great. But what I've really, I think, benefited from over the last few months and working at the studio with everyone is I have a really great network of people that are there to just not only like force me to think things through or, or sometimes I'm, you know, already looking at how are we going to open a feel goods on Mars? And we're like, hey, <laughs> that's great. Can we cook a burger? You know, and, uh, and we have, and they're delicious, but, uh, it's been, it's been really great. And, and going down to the part of, you know, the business and what DZ was saying earlier, and I'm not trying to make this too much of me talking about me, cause I definitely like hearing your story, but, uh, learning that part of it from DZ, you know, a lot of times it was, I was the guy where just, Oh, anybody that hits me up for anything. Yeah. I have a million ideas and right. I'm just unloading all the time. Oh, you could do this and you could do yeah. that. And I can connect you with this person and blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, it might not even be something that they're ready to do or funded or, you know, I was just 900 steps ahead and I would put together a plan and I would put all this work in. And at the end of the day, like it wasn't even maybe my thing or it wasn't something that even they it. were that about. So I've really learned a lot on trying to not put everything else out first and kind of listen to what people have to say. <clears throat> and uh, it's been really great. So thank you to both of you guys. Oh, and well, thank you. Yeah, you know, actually, I'm, I'm really glad you, you said that because I think pretty much Everybody on the planet, especially everybody that listens to the show, falls into that. That that happens. One fear or failure. It happens yeah. to all of us. Yeah. All of us. Like I, I, I oh, you know, and and sometimes, of course, especially especially if you are yeah. first in yeah. a lot of ways and a lot of things, and you see things differently, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like what? Like I mean, you get oh, it. Yeah. You're like, no, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. But you know, yeah. that's does the rest of the world get it? And then oh, yeah. and then calming down to being like. Let me put me first, like you said, because that, that's true. Like, I, you know, as a consultant for many years, like that was kind of the thing until I started focusing, like, how am I in the equation? So that way, like I can move with people and also make my own, you know, shit along the way as yeah. well, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that was really important for Justin, too, because Justin does. He's, um, you know, now he's at the studio. He's working with us all the time and he just has so many ideas. I do remember, though. <laughs> our first meeting with a client and he started, <laughs> he started really kicking off some ideas in the meeting. And you're like, oh. and after that, I was like, Hey man, that's what they're paying for. But yeah, I was like, dude, don't. Yeah. No, nah, but how, how good is that? Like that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like whenever yeah. I get around, uh, I, I want to be around so many smarter people 
to check me. I mean, I, and, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. and I, I was always lucky. Because you get excited, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, man, this could be great. Because you see possibilities yeah. in people, and often at times more than the people themselves, because obviously we yeah. all can be in our own heads, and even yeah. executives can be in their heads for their brands. Yeah. So, you know, I, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I think another thing, too, is it's it's been a shift for me from going from trying to sell people on why I'm good at it or, you know, yes. giving them everything and, and trying to show them that I'm valuable to, to having the confidence to where I'm like, hey, we have the best team in town. We have one of the best creative agencies in the country. We've already done so much cool stuff and, and really getting to learn that part of it. And the, and the business part is really something that I've benefited a lot from and I do every day that I'm in there. So, And uh, uh, just to what Justin uh, pitched us and the idea, it was very similar to Vanessa with Spiritual Gangster. You know, when, I, when we first heard the idea of Feel Goods, um, you know, there's a lot in the name. So I really love the name. I thought that was great. But it goes along everything we try to do in our branding and what we try to do, which is put out this pos- emote this positivity. You know what I'm saying? And um, <clears throat> Justin's the same way. You know, he just had the, uh, you know, he, he had the desire to learn and to want to do it. And uh, I think we're just, I think this whole ghost kitchen concept uh, is new. And I think that it really excited us and sparked our interest behind it and what that's all about. And like you just said earlier, Matt, it's like, it's a it's a it's a world that no one's done yet really out right. here per se so it's it'd be interesting to see where the, where the journey takes us no and and i like that it was also brought up about um that the confidence factor that comes in and i think that that's why doing the work and not shortcutting the details yeah. i want to talk about, about that is um it comes it, it it shifts you in the conversation with people because of the confidence you have when you're like, no, I've, I've executed X, Y, and Z, and this is what I'm doing. Like, the more yeah. we do our mastery or, or our own work or the thing that we create, yeah. the shift happens. We're like, no, nah, this is the only thing I'm comfortable with. And I think that that's why very early on, you were, it was very, you were very fortunate that you got in uh, where you did yeah. doing the work because the confidence will always come from doing the work. Because oh, you're, yeah. you're in the details and you're like, oh, yeah. here's what I know what works. Here's what I think is hot. Here's yeah. what I will work with. Yeah. Everything else got to get out of yeah. my world. Yeah. Dude, let me say, just say something on that really quickly. You know what's so funny is you'll see so many CEOs, especially entrepreneurs or new guys, hang on to ideas. Right. It's so fucking crazy, right? When you're a creative, that's one of the coolest things is that you learn very quickly what doesn't work. And yes. You, you know, oh, like, yeah. so uh, we've, you failed quite a bit. Like, oh, oh yeah, man, yeah. that was a fucking bomb. I remember I directed an Audi commercial and I fucking put my head in the sand for like <laughs> two months. I couldn't show my face. But all of a sudden, it's like, I will never ever ever make that mistake again you really do learn from it i see like a lot of entre- and that's the cool thing about the creative process because you see a lot of entrepreneurs or business guys like trying to raise money or trying to get that money for that idea right. and i'm like dude that idea doesn't work right right so, you know what i'm saying oh, man. it's such an interesting thing well uh so well two things i'll get back to that money here in a second that's the second thing which i which and i back to fail fast yes Go ahead. yes absolutely <laughs> well and and that's obviously what a, a lot of people have yeah. a problem with it yeah. especially executives in some cases uh, but um, I lost my thought. No, but, sorry, but on, but no, 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 it's okay. But on, on the money factor, though, I, I, I thought that was interesting is that yeah, you see um, a lot of these like entrepreneurship programs with the schools and all this Ooh. stuff and like, how do you get to funding? I'm like, yeah. look, listen, yeah. do you have a concept? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, get on fucking Instagram, go in your stories, be like, hey, uh, anybody want to buy this T-shirt? Uh, anybody want to do an app yeah. that like helps control your finances yeah. as a student for some debt? Yeah. I do. Great. I need 10 of you real quick. Thank you. Yeah. Iteration. Yeah. Now, I need you guys to download this iteration go get yeah. like 100 more people that are going to pay 10 bucks a month boom yeah, you're man. making thousand dollars in revenue yeah, great now we have a baseline like everybody's th- this sexy entrepreneurship of of going to i'm very passionate about this because this whole damn funding it's like first of all 
just go put in the market. Then you won't even need yeah. funding, but you'll also get a lot of your answers. Yeah. And the more you like are tangibly playing with the the thing in front of you, yeah. you'll have all your answers. Yeah. You're not looking to the investors who yeah. can only provide money in the first place, yeah. who are now your new bosses. Yeah. So I, I just I find that that interesting if you and will. that's the beauty of the creative process is because you learn you know very quickly right that you're like wow okay that didn't work or ryan will pitch me something and i'll you know take a look or vice versa let me tell you something he'll definitely <laughs> tell me when i'm not feeling you know too good. he'll look at me and be like how late were you out last night yeah, like, right, that's right. the worst idea i've ever <laughs> but, heard in my life you know you know what i, I and I, rem- I just remembered with the with when you were talking about the creative process with, with audi and like yeah. you, know, you had to put your head in the sand but i'll yeah. tell you this because i i've you know there have been you know some bombs on my side where it's like damn like i can't believe i did that but the best part is, is like when and if somebody ever brings that up, you'll be like, yeah, but see, I got in the ring. That's like, right, bro. So I'm like, you have to understand that like I'm going to move differently because of risk taking. Yeah. So like even if somebody did bring it up, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And they're like, man, like, why do you feel so good about that failure? I'm like, oh, because I took a risk. Like I got in yeah. the ring. Yeah. I was like, that means I know how to move, move, move. I know how to iterate. I know how to change my stance, my approach, yeah. my throws, That's everything. Right. That's right. Like, so yeah. if anything – like, man, that's, right. that's your ammo. So if, if it, not that anybody would bring that up, but if somebody ever did, like, because it has happened to me where people brought it up, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy about that. Like, why are you so happy about that? I'm like, I can move faster than you. And not to be cliche, but I mean, those failures are what lead to the success, right? Absolutely. And, that's, and that is what we talked about earlier when we just talked about the creative process. You just aren't creative. It is something that you do eventually. You're born with it. Yes, it is a gift. Yes, it is a talent. Yes. But then you have to hone that talent and that craft. And those failures come in, that's part of the honing and the crafting. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. that like teaches you, yeah. oh, fuck, man. Well, and it took getting out of my head. It took a few years to get out of my head from that, um, oh, wow, like you're just nervous because you don't know how to lose control. You don't know yeah. how to take a risk. You yeah. don't know how to, like, I, I, it took me some time to realize, like, are you projecting on me? But yeah. the, for a long time, especially as a creative, it's the opposite. You're like, uh, yeah, no, let me see if I can make this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Holy shit. Like, yeah. I'm actually compromising yeah. my my intuition and my creative expression yeah. Yeah. to please somebody else. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. You know, so that, that's a dangerous territory. That's dangerous. why you got to be really, like, be able to move in, in your own, you know, creative uh, way. Yes. I, I wanted to ask you, like, yep. can you bring creativity to nearly any project so long as there's safe space for you to do it. Uh, yeah, 100%. I think there's, there, that's, that's, that's part of the beauty of it. That's part of the love and the challenge. Those challenges are so great, right? Um, as long as they are open to it. You know what I'm saying? I think that also like our studio and our body of work maybe allows people to feel a little more comfortable and open to taking those risks when companies come talk to us. So I think that that's like a beautiful thing because I'm, I'm, I love it. You know, we just had like some if people are open to it, then we're so much more down to take the project. You know what I mean? You can yeah. tell right away when people oh, come yeah. into the meetings, you know, who's, who's doing it and who you're just like, can't wait for them to get out the door. Yeah. You no, know? yeah, no, right. Right. It's, it's who's going to be open and who's just like, you know, yeah, ah, here's my Pinterest board. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, uh, um, I mean, I give, I give Gary V so much press here throughout yeah. this thing, <laughs> but, yeah. but I love, I love what he, when he said, I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday, maybe, uh, where he, he said he'll fly like two hours or he'll fly from like New York, to Chicago to a meeting. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a two hour meeting. And if after 10 minutes he's convincing, he was like, well, I'm out of here yeah. because like, why convince? He's like, it, it's two way one. Yeah. I'm not here to convince you. But two, who could I be talking to in that time that is open and accepting of what we're trying to do here? Yeah. And that kind of level of move is like, yeah, you know, and I I had a a friend of mine who was a big uh, consulting guy for many years. uh, He told me, he's like, when you're in a room, 
if you figure it out real quickly, like he's like, your goal should be in about 10, 15 minutes. If there's alignment, if there's yeah. not kind like find a respectful way to be like, you know what? You're not wrong. I'm not wrong, but That's I got to right. go. I gotta and go. I, I, I've just, I haven't yeah. fully, fully like done that yet because yeah. like, I think there's still the nice, like, yeah. Oh, let's sit and talk for a half hour. But I, I'm trying yeah. to train myself to yeah. like, well, it goes, back to those, it goes back to those three R's because I'll tell you what, sometimes right. if the revenue is, uh, you know, like the revenue, the real, the relationship, if you, you know, if one of those is really shining, sometimes we may take a job right. that right. we don't want to take. I think, right. uh, <laughs> well, and, and because in sometimes, sometimes for the, for the devil's advocate side of this, yeah, because you don't always have a perfect road, right? Right, exactly. And um, just because somebody might be stubborn and passionate on their side, there yeah. might still be leeway to like, they yeah. might actually like that you're challenging it That's in a right. lot of ways. And yeah. then the relationship can kind of also yeah. develop yeah. it's a tougher relationship but yeah yeah, yeah. That, there's definitely that all the time we have a lot of no's that we've given and the people hate it and then they just keep coming back and coming back and they're like no 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 but we want to work with you no i don't think it's a good fit but well i think the uh the other day one of the things that you said and that i've been trying to be better at too and i've learned a lot from you is is it's not the meetings you do take it's lear- knowing what meetings not to take and not yes. wasting time on you know i would i would a lot of times want to listen to any opportunity and it was just oh cool this is somebody from here or i know this right. person from there and instead of okay cool well now i'm allocating an hour that i'm listening to somebody else's idea that i could have spent on this or that, right. or just yeah. saying or no or just not yeah. taking every opportunity to apply yeah. so i thank you for that. because when you take those meetings too it's it's it's, it's exhausting as a creative person you you operate and you function differently and it's very it's taxing on your soul you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. like you're just not and then you're like four hours of your day shot after something like that yeah it's like, god i can't managing energy managing is a energy. huge huge part right very let's, much so let's very talk about that so. a little bit because yeah. um uh, our our creativity is relying on it that's right other people are relying on it momentum is so key momentum bro. is everything yeah man yeah you can ride it man and you just keep, you want to keep that going all the time yeah um and on that topic mm. because i've noticed from losing momentum and having to restart twice as hard each time oh god yeah right and so there's a responsibility in momentum of sustainability of like, okay, let me, and I was talking about this the other day and there's this really great book called reality Transurfing. It goes into like frequencies and things like that. And like, oh, cool. they basically say like, you ever notice people who can stay like just in flow where like they did this business and then it worked really well. And then like they went to another business and it went really well. Yeah. They've got good people around them. Their yeah. life seems to be yeah. kind of flow, if you will. Yeah. But it's because they actually are so in tune um, with their bodies and their energy of like what makes sense and what doesn't, everything that doesn't, it's like totally they agree. either uh, intuitively or they through practice learned how to like not get distracted. Like this is yeah. just my lane. Mm. And so they're able to stay in the sustainability of their frequency so they can keep going. Otherwise yeah. they kind of jump in parallels to other frequencies that detour a little bit. They, but they have, you always have the ability to jump back on. That's checking in with yourself and being, yeah. but it, it, it takes a little bit of practice, but yeah. momentum, right? Have you noticed that you've got to kind of maintain, <clears throat> this is what works for me and I want to expand on what works for me, not get distracted by, by the pretty things. Yeah. You know, um, so I think it all goes back to, um, I think maybe spiritual gangster would be a good example. I think it's plateaued a little bit just to be completely honest, you know, lately. And I think that goes into, um, Momentum is probably the number one thing. When you have a smaller group working together on a singular vision and you're calling and you're texting every day and you're like, oh, yeah, that's hot. Oh, I love that shot. Oh, that design's sick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't really need a lot of detail and explanation like an email with 10 people on it. It's just you're just you're going right. And that creative process is just happening. But then all of a sudden you get a board of directors and you get some guy going, oh, man, we should have uh, this T-shirt and then ASU colors uh, in Target and there should be 1000 of them. 
It's a momentum killer, dude. I don't want to have to explain to anybody or just be in this room nope. like why spiritual gangster shouldn't be in Target. Right. Like, I don't want to have to explain to the million dollar investor board guy why this is. Right. So that's yeah, momentum's everything, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I'm so glad you brought this up, and I think <laughs> I think I started to bring this up on another podcast. But I don't I don't think I, I brought it to fruition though. So I'm putting it on the universe. Yeah. I uh, you know the ultimate for me one day, not the ultimate, but like one of them is to create a, a very specific board of people who are all creatives that have done some some aspect of the scaling I love this idea. you know what I mean? so like I basically it. like so imagine if the board you walked into yeah. were like 10 or 15 different versions versions of you men and women yeah. that are like you know different you know a creative yeah. agency owner oh, a yeah. you know uh, a content creator that scaled to like hundreds of millions of you know like true but but with the work the integrity and right. the business at yeah. the background of like no like we've done this this is what could yeah. work and the flexibility right. and no egos. Imagine that board. Yeah. Huh? He'd be unstoppable. unstoppable. That's exactly it. And then you yeah. can and then think about all the things you can do with a brand or a group of brands as a whole. Like then, you know, and to me that that's I don't know. I'd rather Well, that's that's it. That's everything, man. Yeah. I just, I just just to piggyback on that, I just I couldn't say more. It's so funny how people and it goes back to what I said, people think everyone thinks they're a creative person. I'm sorry. It's just it's like the curse of the biz. Dude. Right. You know, you get these guys walking in, like, and you hear ideas like that, like I just mentioned earlier about putting SG in Target, and I'm just sitting there going, Am I are we is everyone listening to this right now? Just because you know, it's like I gotta go. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Momentum is a key, key thing to keep going for success. Yeah. You know, um, and you know what the other thing, a key to success is, and sometimes creatives don't have it, is endless amounts of energy. Oh, you yeah. You know, man, you see guys like the guy that owns Nectar Juice Bar, God bless him, man. He, that motherfucker is just, he is on every morning, you know, 5.30 a.m., crushing it, going, going, going. You know, when you're a creative, it's a little different. You know, like you, all of a sudden you got those late nights where you're working on something right. like till two or three. And then, yeah, it's, it's, it's a difference. So. Well, it's hard. Uh, there was a, uh, something on the internet about Dr. Dre once went like 40 some hours straight or whatever. I think it was maybe 40 hours straight it, yeah. um, because, yeah. you know, you didn't want to stop the creative process That's when right. you're in that momentum. Yeah. But at the same, but in, in that case, if you are truly in channel, yeah. <laughs> go for it. Go. Um, but I have noticed that um, as I get older, to keep being able to channel the level and depths of the creativity that I want, oh shit, let me get up earlier and do a reset, like a, not just a reset, because the mm -hmm. sleep is a reset, but like a charge of like, all right, from 5 till 8.30, I'm not actually going to do work. I'm going to yeah. do like meditation, gratitude, yeah. movement, mobility, um, you know, uh, some prayer, things like that, like all these different things that actually align myself so I can do more in less time That's throughout right. the day. Yeah. And then, um, but at the same time, make executive decisions that are like, no, it's on because it's in yeah. alignment because I'm in alignment That's right. from the first. So I, yeah, I, I had to start taking that kind of responsibility. Yeah. And, it kind of, and it's hard. It takes an adjustment, like constantly yeah. adjusting to that 5 a.m. <laughs> like some mornings I'm on it and other yeah. mornings I'm like, oh, it's 6.15. I, uh, yeah. I'll try again tomorrow. Right. But, <laughs> but uh, then not guilting myself and getting up right into, okay, what would be happening at 6.15 under that new schedule so I can, That's right. you know. The game has changed, brother. The yeah. game has changed. And I, I, I can speak to that. I mean, I'll just be really open about myself. You know, for us to get creatively inspired back in the day, especially when I was younger, you know, there's a lot of more late nights, a lot more Absolutely. partying, a lot yeah. more music sessions at the yeah. crib, chilling, like getting yeah. down, talking with everybody, getting dialed in. 
And as you get older and the way how fast the world's moving now, it definitely has shifted more towards a paradigm like what you're talking about. Yeah, I had to, and too. And I have to constantly remind myself, like, yeah. no, 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 just get home. Well, yeah, right. right. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I fought it for so long. Yeah, but then, like, oh, but yeah. then, But then, like, no, I was yeah. like, all right, let me figure out what these guys are learning. There's something going on in the morning. There is truly. And, yeah, and, and who as, wrote that 5.30 a.m. book? What was that? Well, there's the 5 a.m. club by Robin Sharma. Yeah, Robin Sharma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. I was actually just speaking to them about him coming on because I, I started enacting yeah. the whole 5 a.m. club, the 2020 But um, there's something going on. Just Well, there's a, there's a neurological, there's a psychological, there's yeah. a physiological, there's an, and, a, and a spiritual thing like all going on in what happens when you come off that eight hour and the REM sleep. And then the, the expansion of what you're able to tap into coming right out of a deep sleep where the soul, you know, came, I mean, if you want to go in the spiritual, comes right back into the body, like through the layers. And then like, you're able, that's why they say uh, the most entrepreneurs say eat the frog in the morning, right? Eat the frog is do the hardest task first because your mind is so geared around a high producing activity um, and you don't even, you know, sometimes know where it's coming from, but it's a very high channeled yeah, yeah. energy. So like there's something in there. There's, there's something going something on. There. So tapping into that yeah. world has been a very interesting thing. As a creative person, right? It's always about it's always about what works for you and that balance, I feel like. Right. And you know, some people, you know, operate better late nights, some people operate better in the mornings. It's um it's interesting. It's right. interesting for right. sure. I mean, I was always, yeah, for the longest time I was a night person for the yeah. longest time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this yeah. guy kept going for a good minute. I, oh, I I'm yeah. a night person. I uh, you know, and, and I, morning I, night. I I love the night because I love the, you know, just um that I don't know, there's a vibe to it that will allow me to create. But oh, yeah. um, but it's similar it just, to the yeah. morning. It's it's basically what it is: is lack yeah. of distraction. That's it. Mind's clear. Yeah. You know, you wake up in the morning. You know, don't look at your phone. Get focused on the creative right, right away. Right. That Turn off. on the music and you Late just start. Nights, yeah. It's the same thing. You're just probably older now, so you got yeah. You well, stop doing and it. and probably what maybe <laughs> I, mean, I guess I guess if I slept during the day and then woke up at night yeah. and then started working like boom, yeah, you know, and everybody's tough. asleep anyways. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other schedule though. Yeah, um, you know, it's been over an hour. I see how fast that goes. By the way, I told you. It's been about almost like an hour. I think we're about an hour and ten deep or whatever. But I, you know, I do want to ask you like just. You know, on that subject of integrity, like, right. um, even as far in, in the game as you've been in, even yeah. as much as you've done, yeah. and have, you don't have to prove shit to anybody. Right. Um, but do you, do, do you still find um, this, you know, the uh, people wanting you to compromise your, your integrity in the process of like, you know, hey, this is, this is how we want it done. I mean, do you still get that challenge? You, yeah, you still do. But I, like I said, I mean, that's always going to be there. There's always going to be someone that knows better or someone that thinks better. And, you know, um, maybe that's the case. But, yeah, I think we've just done a much better job now of navigating those waters, right, and just knowing what are the projects you want to take on, what are the things you're passionate about now, what are the things that you visualize and see that success for, and, uh, you know, just making the right choices. That's, that's what it's all about. Boom. But, yes, but, yeah, everybody, bro. Yeah. Like I said, they, they come in yeah. with their opinions for sure. Of course. Of course. <laughs> what, what, are, what are people without opinions? What are you yeah, talking about? Nobody's man. emotionally charged at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, where can everybody find you online? And, you know, so, yeah, so we're all at the at the family vibe is uh, what we do. And that's the website. That's the Instagram URL. That's everything. And we just started this new project that we're super stoked about. We'll see what happens. It's called a uh, true filtered air. Yeah. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Go, you know, we, we just we had like we had done a lot of residual kind of model companies that we had done um, that we had seen a lot of success from Ryan and I. Um, you yes. know, we just put a lot of energy into those and we just saw like 
a lot of people making a lot of money off of what we were doing. We were like, you know, let's do that for ourselves. So exactly. we invested in this really cool dope project that's just ours, True Filtered Air, TRU Filtered Air. And it was like, basically what it's all about is live better, breathe better. It's just these really dope air filters that we have that we custom made here in America. And they just ship out directly to you every two or three months. And it's all about living that healthy lifestyle. It's all about giving yourself more time to just be with family. It's all about getting that better sleep and just being charged for the morning. It's just like it's a beautiful thing. So we're really excited about it. By the way, you see how you were just in the zone? Like yeah. you, you, everything was drowned out yeah, yeah. and you were in your zone. Yeah. Well, what I, what I actually like about the well, – there's a lot of things I like about the model. One, yeah. um, getting a designer's perspective yeah. on how to make something that we've already had better – yeah. And then thinking through the process of communicating to market. Yeah. And then using design and yeah. copy for that. Yeah. And then making it simple for people in the process by doing like subscription based and things like that. Yeah. Because that's the thing that like people constantly, well, oh, shoot, I got, I got to run out or, oh, they got to call their complex or they yeah. got to call their, you know, yeah. uh, their maintenance people, whatever. But versus like, yeah. you know, no, like let us ease that process for you that's and right. have fun in the process. And yeah. for the, and it's designed better for the sheer fact of like, you not know, only is the filter better, but it's also stands for something more than just, you know, right. breath is something we do every day, right? Right. Breath is this, just this thing that just happens, and right. we're doing it constantly. Yeah. So, um, you know, especially here. You better say that on the on the website, too. I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why creatives run uh, the world, by the way. You yeah. heard it all here first, by the way. Yeah. Exclusive, exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, great. That's great. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, people can look that up where? Yeah, truefilteredair.com. Yeah, truefilteredair.com. That's yeah, cool. Man, yeah. What about you, Ryan? Where can people find you? I'm not actually on any. Yeah. Right so the family vibe at yeah. the family vibe on at Instagram. The family vibe, and then Justin, you it's it's uh, Eat Feel Goods is launching soon at Eat Feel Goods on Insta. Yeah, it's um, the same on all all channels. So it'll be uh, Eat Feel Goods on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, the website. And I want to say something on, on air for the record. I am not putting anybody down out there that you guys are seeing this out there. The whole texting thing, texting thing, texting thing. Yeah. But I would like to say. That this man right across from me, yeah. a year and a half, two years ago, was like, hey, man, texting is the future. Texting here. Yeah. Here's a platform no, I'm he using. Did. Here's a I platform know. I'm using. <laughs> texting, 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 texting. Now, yeah. obviously, uh, everybody you're seeing online that's doing it, I get it. They probably knew it, too. But I just would like, for the record, since I yeah. have a platform, <laughs> yeah. to give this man, well, Justin Gurian, thank you. Uh, the, that he's been uh, preaching texting. Because you and you've been, you've been actually using a texting platform for Eat Feel Good. So where, can people get a hold of you? Straight, yeah, straight actually, you? Uh, so what I'd like to offer to anybody listening is to buy their first burger for them at Feel Goods. And all they have to do is text me, 480-470-5766, and just say, hustle. And then that's my actual number, so then I'll write you back, and then I'll yeah. buy your burger. He does actually answer. Oh, and by the way, tell them what kind of burgers that we're yeah, talking so, about Yeah, so our brand, Feel Goods, is all about feeling good. So it's a 100% plant-based everything. Oh. So oh. there's no animal product, no animal protein. Everything is made from plants, and uh, it's super delicious, and I definitely owe you a burger. Yeah, well, uh, well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, you're, you're, the marketing on it is genius because every time I fucking see somebody eating the burger i was just like i want one like it, it's it's such a carl's jr thing that you're doing but but you're doing it with just all people not just like you know models and stuff but every time somebody's eating the damn burger i'm like that does look really good and because yeah. you get you're capturing their faces yeah what i would do is i just basically i just keep like videos of them like just uh, do a massive <laughs> wall of videos on your site that's what of we're like doing. every uh, sure. you're, see, we're, you're all, hired you're yeah hired. we're all we're all insane <laughs> am i giving all the ideas away perfect yeah. you deserve them though so it's all good thank you so at eat feel goods and then the phone number one more time uh the phone number one more time is and the pressure's on for my phone number i know it's, it's funny how we, by the way we, we rely on um 
like keeping them saved without like yeah. whether our friends or family yeah. we would actually forget yeah. the number yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. it's four eight zero four seven zero five seven six six and then t- uh, they'll text you directly. They'll say yep. hustle, right? Yep. Cool. And I'll I'll put all this in the in the um in the show notes. Uh, I I like saying that to everybody that's listening. It yeah, will be sure. in the show notes below. Truefilteredair.com and but, uh, yeah. and efeelgoods and yeah. all that stuff. Let the world know that it happened here first. And we will be uh, <laughs> we'll be launching in Arcadia first. So anybody that's in Arizona that's listening, but uh, we're gonna spread really rapidly throughout. So yeah, to Mars apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I want in on that. I want to. I want to be the, the early investors on, from Mars. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just give me in now. It's all good. Right. Now, uh, DZ, I appreciate your time. Hey, man, listen. I want to tell you, I love the name Hustle Sold Separately. So good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a blessing, honestly. You know, Ryan, yeah. thank, thank you. you. Justin, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this was cool. And I, I tell everybody that comes on the show, it's a journey-driven podcast. So you're welcome back on anytime. Three months from now, six months from yeah. now, a year from now, looks very different, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. In our w- world, three minutes from now looks very different. Very different. You know, so <laughs> I, so I, I appreciate it, man. And it's great to you know connect again two days in a row. It, I'll be in your studio once a week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 I'll just be there. I'm just going to be there and be like, don't, you guys don't have to do anything. I'm going to put on these like little sonar like uh, things. And I'm going to be like, I'm just learning through osmosis. Yeah, That's no, it. Man, you don't have to say anything. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just catching a wave, yeah. catching a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to overnight wrestling daughters. And it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's on. There you go. Uh, the celebration that's awesome man yeah, appreciate buddy. you guys uh so everybody listening uh check out dz uh so the familyvibe.com you can also go at the family vibe on instagram uh justin gurian here uh you can go just j-u-s-t-g-u-r-i-a-n uh on instagram at eat feel goods on instagram ryan sandler here um of the sandler family i'm just kidding yeah, <laughs> yeah. ryan ryan that's you true. can catch at the family vibe yeah. as well too uh appreciate all of you guys man thanks thank so you again yeah, and so for, much and for everybody listening, I uh, appreciate you guys. Be sure to check these guys out. Be sure to follow them. Follow the work. Uh, you guys are probably already following their work, whether you know it or not. <laughs> so especially with uh, you know, Spiritual Gangster and, and all these other uh, amazing brands out there. Um, and just a, a couple of real quick key takeaways, uh, even though I know we've, we've gone very long on this. Uh, but I think it's just mirroring that, um, marrying, sorry, marrying the, the creative with the business um, you know, if you truly, truly, truly love what you do and you're very creative about it, then you also respect it. And when you respect it, you'll actually learn all the ins and outs of like how to manage it and make sure that A, you're not compromised, your integrity is not compromised. And then B, you know, how do you actually make it so it works for you so that the win-win is, is there for both you and the client or you and the company that you end up creating. So, right. and then I'd go on a tear, but just rewind this track and you'll <laughs> hear yeah. everything that you I was need like, to hear. Can we, can we do another hour? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we actually could do another hour. So, all right, uh, no, so I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm Matt Gottesman for the Hustle Sold Separately. We are out.